0: Great vision. Well, at the top of the screen, the Malawi fans certainly celebrating.
1: One night as I was sleeping, I dreamt that I was in a country somewhere in the world, in a place where a lot of people were clapping handsy, chanting my name, Mary, Mary, Mary. It was so surreal. Next thing, I found myself lying on the bed, and realizing it was all a dream. In Malawi translation, the dream was a declaration of my future. I didn't know the exact details, but I had a clear vision of my future. My fellow athletes, especially my netball lovers and players, I am happy to write you this letter with the theme foundational of passion. To represent my love and dedication for the netball especially netball in malawi netball was introduced to malawi a long time ago at the time malawi was transitioning from coronial to independence it was in 1975 when women in malawi were first given the opportunity to play netball the english people who were working in malawi introduced the sport in schools for children netball was then was Then introduced in companies and workplaces where employees would form teams and participate in competitions as a social responsibility. Communities were transformed by the unified characteristics of the sport, particularly women. Compared to netball players from Western countries, Malawian netball players have, have very limited career opportunities. They work very, very hard but are often not paid enough for their results. A career is, as a netball player is often viewed as second class, even within the sports world, perhaps because it is a sport for women. I would like to dedicate this letter to the hard-working coaches and technical officials, pouring out their passion, skills, and talent to represent our country. This letter is dedicated to the coaches and technical of- officials who used their own resources to train players from a grassroots level to the elite world class stage. My career as a netball player, as coach, has been shaped by my beloved family, coaches, teachers and students. My eight brothers and four sisters would often encourage me to stay in the school and to participate in sports activities. My brother were football players and my sisters were netball players too. My elder sister Ruth used to play netball at a club in Iriongwe where our parents were working. I learned so many new skills while playing at home. I knew since I was a little girl that I would be a netball player and a coach later when I grew up. Some netball players and coaches who have made an impact on my career are Lady Grace Sitore, Mrs. Edith Kariati, Late Panganini Nyanga, Late Connie Mohoni, my sister Emiwaya Chongwe. My sister Ruth Wire, Joanne Smith, Natalie Swift, Irene Van Dyke, and Margaret Nyika. I studied electrical and electronics engineering at the Polytechnic University of Malawi between the year 2002 and 2003. I continued my studies in the same field in 2004. I proceeded to work for Malawi Telecommunication Limited MTL, as a technician repairing telecommunication gadgets. During this time, I developed my leadership and management skills. My career in netball started when I was 11 years old. During my primary school, I was first featured in a game in Mzuzu where I played in a club known as Oriental Tobacco Sisters in 1984. In 1987, I joined the Eco Sisters where I was chosen to be part of the national team which traveled to Zimbabwe. I was 16 years old. It was my first time ever traveling in Zimbabwe. I played netball for the Queen's for 23 years since 1988 to 2011. In my career as a netball player, I have received many awards and medals. To me, the biggest of all the medals is the one I received in 2010 from the Republic of Malawi. It was awarded to me on the 6th of July, the Independence Day. I was recognized as a senior achiever for my dedication to the sport. I have coached different levels of netball teams, including the Malawi Queens, the Malawi Netball Under 20 and Under 21s, the MTO Netball Team, Alliance Capital Netball Team, and the Thunder Queens Netball Team here in Malawi. Internationally, I have coached the Tanzania National Team, Sentinawa, and Uganda Netball Team and the Bennecos Mavericks are an EGBO Super League team in England. I have played three Commonwealth Games and two World Cups and the four, 400 international games for both club and national team. Becoming a EGBO Pioneer in Malawi required love, passion and skill. I am proud to be a Malawian. I love my country and I enjoy representing it on the international stage. Throughout my journey, I have learned a lot of things in leadership and management. I am the first woman to hold a position of International Netball Federation Africa Netball Shooter and Malawi Netball Coach to coach at the higher level in England, United Kingdom. I have dedicated my life to train and empowering the youth in Africa and globally through my expertise and passion for netball. I believe that girls and young women should participate in sports, especially Nidbo, where they will interact with people from different backgrounds. My passion for Nidbo drove me to open up a foundation and a Nidbo Academy, where girls are able to come and learn life skills and Nidbo skills. I thank God for my late husband Fumungoma who was so supportive for my career and work. He would give me advice and encouraging me so that I could fulfill my purpose while being a mother of our two boys, Charo and William, and other children I have taken in as a care giver. I believe my underlying passion has allowed me to excel in into the netball pioneer that I am today. It has not been an easy journey, but my love for the sport and the various Reinforced by the sports, has helped me get to where I am today.
0: My name is Lorato Honde. Welcome to Letters. The letter you just heard was from Mary Wire, Malawi Queen's netball legend.
1: My name is Mary Wire. I'm director of netball at the Ministry of Youth and Sport.
0: Mary Wire started playing international level netball at age 14 and has represented the national team for over 25 years, playing in 200 matches for Malawi. Wire has competed in two world netball championships, two world netball series and three commonwealth games. She carried the Malawian flag for a third commonwealth game, representing the country as the most experienced player with the highest number of caps Aside from her love for netball, her patriotism towards Malawi was very evident in our conversation.
2: Ah, to be a Malawian, I just love, I just love. And if I wear the black or red-green colors, and when I was singing the national team, I just see all blessings for art. I just see all the goodies, and the, I'm proud to be a Malawian, and I'm happy that I was born in Malawi.
0: In 2010, Mary Wyo was awarded the Malawi Senior Achiever Award at the Independence Day celebrations by the late President Bingu Amutarika. Our conversation had me thinking of sports and nationalism. It reminded me of a blog series I came across online, Football is a Country. Football is a Country explores the construction of a nation's identity through the lens of football primarily, and other sports. For example, the construction of a football team and the idea that 11 men on the pitch represent a nation for a period of 90 minutes. Because the Malawi Queen's netball team is the best performing national team in the country, retaining 5th and 6th world positions, I couldn't help but think of nationalism in Malawi through the lens of netball. So to me,
2: it was a a milestone, it was a stable heart for me, and I was happy because it was Malawi, we took Malawi, all women in Malawi and the girls in Malawi, so that the world can know that even if we have got our country small, and even if our country have got no resources, but we have got the talent.
0: For the 60 minutes that the netball game lasts, seven women represent the country. Seven women carry the country on their backs. Even from a viewer's point of view, there's a tremendous amount of pride felt as a Malawi in watching the netball team make big wins on an international stage. Despite being a relatively low-resource country, we can excel and be called one of the greatest in the world through netball. I, I watched one of your matches from the tournament where Malawi came fifth at the 2007 World Champions, and it was just amazing to to watch the skills that you had on the court um, i think you flicked the ball behind you so someone yes. who was ready to Got shoot it under my
2: yeah, yes. my friend caught it at my back and he shoot for it
0: so what goes through your mind in moments like that when you're able to make confident decisions like that on the court
2: uh it's just a moral to say that uh, you can you can have a lot of skills, different skills, and uh, you can showcase to the people that uh, they don't know the skills. And uh, it was in, uh, each and every time when I'm training, I was uh, able to train me a new thing, see for myself that it can be, it cannot be possible. It will, be, or it will work, it will work out. Mm-hmm. So it took a milestone for me to train myself to say, I can use it. that one. We say it's a blind pass, but also it's a back pass. So. We did back passes that we train from uh, our coaches, but now I will say that I will create my, 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 myself, my back pass, that each and every time I have to be confident enough to say, if I pass this ball, it will go there. And so if you meet some of the teams that they are there, up on top of the, the skills for netball, I will do my skills, the one that they don't know. Mm. So at that moment, I say, I say, it's just a model to say, the position where I am, in my, my imagination, I know that my friend is behind. But if I turn and to look for my friend so that I can pass the ball, the defender will cover the the, the space so that I want to pass it the ball. So for that doing, let me do like this. Don't think okay. that I'll pass it in front of me when I'm passing at my back. So it just comes automatically to say, this is an, this is a situation where I can use this pass. So you just see yourself, the situation that you have, then you do that. Mm. Yes.
0: So I'm sure that comes with a lot of practice and a lot of yes, experimentation of the court.
2: Yes, because you have to you, you have to make your hand to be accurate. You cannot just eat from the from the bruise. Because most of the time when you do that passing you, you, you misplace it, you can press it outside, but now you have to be sure to say this pass is going straight to the person whom I'm passing to. So it's a lot of training and mm-hmm. a lot of experience that you you have to train and you have to have time. Mm, mm. And the dedication.
0: The wins athletes make on the scene come with lots of practice behind the scenes, coupled with talent, of course. And with wire it shows. Her skills in that game against New Zealand were unmatched, and it was such a pleasure to watch. So how would you prepare for a match, for example, against New Zealand, who were competitive opponents? Uh, to tell
2: you the truth, uh, it was a difficult one, two, to say, I should say like this, like uh, here in Malawi, we don't have like uh, what New Zealand, Australia, England, or Jamaica they do with their I, when you are a coach and whatever that what they do when they prepare for the training or for the matches. Mm-hmm. It's different. It's it comes to say to this because in Malawi, you just export as a as just sport. Uh, in Chichewa we say that in Malawi, we just take uh, like uh, sports as Masewera, uh, not like masewero, to say sports.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, uh, we have those coach that uh, even when we were going on the network court, they didn't have got that to say we have got a strategy or oh, we need you say that you should do, uh, make a strategy to say when you are playing with New Zealand, let's strategize on this, 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 this. We're just going there to play, uh, just to play. And when you are there, it's when he, as a player you are saying, no, no, no. I think my opponent is doing this, this, this. this. Let me do this, this, is On your own, not that the coach will tell you to say no. You know, your opponent can do this, 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 and you can do this. And now it's a high time, like mostly in Malawi, that uh, when we travel, we don't travel with those uh, media people that they took videos mm-hmm. or they are yeah, for the matches. In uh, other countries like New Zealand, they started a long time ago when they go to a match, they they go uh, different different people, media people. When they go there they take the video for the matches or even they uh, they can take your old matches and when they take the old matches they will they will they will sit together and watch the matches and at the end of the day they strategy they make a strategy to say no malawi now their strength is there it's there it's there let's go and do this and do this and do this and do this mm. as for malawi we don't do that we just say we're going to play with new zealand oh we have to be serious we have to know that our person. So. There was there's no way we say that we were able to strategize. But now that we have seen the world it is changing, technology is changing, we are pushing up ourselves to say, let's have the strategies. Like when I was coaching. Because I traveled a lot and I've seen that, I was able to have like a session to say, New Zealand, they do this, they do this, they do this. And as Malawi, we have got our own style of playing netball. Let's use that one.
1: Mm-hmm. And we
2: were training on that. And the, mostly the teams that I, I coached them, the, I was telling them that we have got our, our own type of play is orthodox. Let's use that one. Even if the, the world can say that if we achieve whatever we want with this type of play, let's do it.
0: Mm-hmm born to a father who was in the police football team and a mother who was in the police netball team. Her and her siblings grew up with a love for sports. She was born into a family of eight brothers and four sisters who were also athletes. Three of her brothers played for Flames, the Malawi national football team, and two of her sisters played for the Malawi Queens netball team. in
2: 1995 when we went to the first World Cup the captain of the team was my sister, and uh, I remember when my brothers. Uh, we had uh, one time three brothers in the national team for the country. So it's uh, like we were, we were going outside playing netball as a family. Yeah, so it was like we were encouraging one another, and uh, if we, even the, the, the boys they were able to come to us and the us to say, "No, you need to do this. You need to do this." With the experience that we have of lane, we can sit down as a family and discuss and then come find, come up with a solution. Yes.
0: So what has it been like being a mother and an athlete?
2: It was tough, but uh, my family, because my late husband also was a football player, so it was just a matter of understanding one another. And I can say that most, uh, most of my um, the times, my children have grown up with the father or my nanny or my relatives, because each and every, like, in a year, I can travel almost three to four times. Mm. So you can imagine that I had almost time to, I was dedicating my time mostly to the sport. And also I was working. So when I'm here, I was dedicating my time at my work. And also, I'm a woman, clothes uh, lady, so I have to dedicate my time to church. Mm. So it is uh, the same thing; it's just a matter of managing time. To say, well, oh, today what what am I going to do, and uh, which areas? And tomorrow, what type of what, what am I going to do, and which areas? So I was uh, managing my time very well, so that I can if uh, I can be with my children, my family. It was just a matter of managing time. Mm. Yes, and uh, my, I think my husband, my late husband, that he was uh, more of, uh, accepting a lot of things that I was doing, and uh, in front of, uh, encouraging me to say no, 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 you have to do it, mm. you have to do it, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, it was like mostly we were encouraging one another, except saying, let's let's do this because we are people that we make people happy, and they also we were we are the ones that we can even encourage other people mm. to participate in sports, so. It was uh, more like
0: encouraging one another. MeriWire currently runs the Marywire Foundation and the Marywire Netball Academy. The foundation supports children with disabilities and children who are faced with the burden of poverty. The academy is aimed at developing netball in rural areas, where girls have very little access to netball facilities. She has become the first fully trained netball tutor in Africa and has begun opening free netball clinics to help nurture young talent in the region, with the hope of training children alongside their education. So what inspired you to open the foundation and the academy?
2: Uh, Mostly it's like, uh, I've got that heart that I always help. So I say, I've got the skills, I've got the talent. If I die, I'll die with it so it's better I should open my academy that the talent that I have I can need uh, just uh, train others to have um, the skills that I have and uh, that the talent that I can train to others and for the foundation I opened it because mostly I know that there are other people that they have yes they have got skills mostly like for example urbanism the, the people that they live with urbanism mostly people we deny them to help them so I said let me open a foundation so that I can uh, help those people that they are most needy like the the people that they are disabled and the other people that they need, like, uh, education or they need material things. So mm-hmm. most of my foundation is I do donations. I donate the things that I know that they can work for other people or they can be used for other people. And, like, last time I donated the classes the, for uh, the people with abanism. I donated in gabu and the Blantaya. Mm. and they also i donated a wheelchair to another boy who was if was the age old, like my my son but he since birth, he have not walked he have not gone he was staying uh, just uh, on the on the mat sleeping on the mat mm. but at that time he was at he was 19 years old It's when I felt in my heart to say, I've got, I have two children and these are boys and I've struggled with them, but they are walking, they can eat, they can do everything on their own. Mm. But what about this, this boy? So I said, no, 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 let me help the mother so that he can have something that he can make him he, he move from one place to another or he can associate with other people just to, to to buy him a wheelchair that people they can come and take him to go like to the shops or to go somewhere where he can he feel the society he can chat with the society mm. yeah so I, I i donated a wheelchair and the i've paid school fees for many girls uh i've stayed with the almost 25 girls in my house wow. but i don't know where they come from but he I don't know their families, but I can, I can just identify and stay with them, with me, for them to find the future. And these girls, some of them, they, are, they got married from my house.
0: Mm. So
2: it's just that heart that I have that I just want to help.
0: In addition, WIRE has donated uniforms to schools for boys and girls, as well as up-and-coming netball clubs in the country. That's quite a beautiful story to hear. Um <laughs> You know, at, at the end of the day, um, when these girls are grown up, that sort of impact that you've had on their lives is, some, is yes, something that can yes. also impact more lives because in their capacity, they can also help other people.
2: The government has given me a job at the Minister of Youth and Sport, and I'm the director of NETPO, that I have to see you. I have to direct NETPO to higher heights. Ah, in, 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 in two years eh, to come, you see teams like New Zealand and Australia are coming to Malawi to play with Malawi at uh, our arena. Yeah. Because this, these countries, they don't come to Malawi to play with us because they say that we don't have good facilities. So we just have we just have to, ho- I've, I've got hope that we'll achieve that one. day then I think we'll, uh, we'll manage to have teams from uh, these top five teams coming to Malawi to play with us when we just build one into arena.
0: At the start of her letter, Mary Wyatt describes a dream she once had where she was walking into a stadium and people were chanting her name. She says the dream was a declaration of her future. Her journey of finding a balance between her responsibilities at home as a schoolgirl reminded me of the Karate Kid. When Mr. Miyagi, Daniel's mentor and karate teacher, begins training him by making him perform laborious chores such as waxing cars, sanding floors, and painting Mr. Miyagi's house. After Daniel gets frustrated and fails to see any connection between karate and the tedious chores, Mr. Miyagi reveals that Daniel has been learning defensive blocks and muscle memory by performing the chores. Mr. Miyagi then shows Daniel how all the specific tasks can be transferred into karate. Growing up as a girl child in a large family, I was expected to do chores around her home, such as collecting firewood, harvesting crops, and fetching water. She was met with several challenges as a young girl, struggling with poverty. However, her passion for netball and her vision of becoming a netball star kept her going. Have you faced any challenges as a woman who's an athlete?
2: Yes, I faced a lot of challenges since I was young. Uh, I remember when I was, um, I was uh, 13, 14, when I was playing in one of the clubs. I was learning at a, at a distance school, which I was supposed to go there at like 5:30 mm. or what about five. I have to walk and I have to be there at the school by six o'clock. Then on uh, the on the way, on the way home you can you you know you, we meet a lot of uh, men or uh, boys. So I remember this time that where I was staying, it was far and the, in those days, remember, we had not a lot of buses and uh, most of our parents and other people, when they found jobs in town, they were walking. Mm. So in, on my way, uh, I was meeting different types of men, and boys and men, and I remember one man, he was working at one of the companies in those where I was staying with my parents. He started to seduce me to say, you know, I want to marry you. You know, you can leave school. I've got money. Mm. In those days, when you have got a motorbike, it was a lot that you are rich. So he had a motorbike, and he, he find that he, that motorbike was uh, for him like uh, something that he can uh, attract me so that I can I can say yes to to him. Mm. And he started to give me a lot of things like um, money to buy soap, Sometimes he can buy soap bread. Uh, say so brother, they need give me a bag to say, i bought you this instead of like to, 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 to let me to hook with, he, with him. Mm. But to my surprise, he had already three wives. So you can imagine he wanted to to, he wanted to destroy my future. Mm. Because I remember that time, all of my friends, the area that I was staying, they were getting married like that. Mm. To go to elder people, to male bigger. bigger Bigger men who have got money, but for me, I say you no. Know, education first, and the uh, sports second. Which means this one, uh, I will meet them in the f- in the in the future. Yeah. So you can imagine like that. It came to a point that he uh, came up to my parents to say that he wanted to marry to me, but I say no. I will not. I can't allow that. So this is something, you know. And the mm-hmm. uh, uh, the challenges, the other challenges that I made is in the national team. That the other time I went with the under twenty ones. They left me on the pavement. Uh, they didn't give me a place, a place to sleep, a place to do that I can be with the team wow. until one of my friends come and pick me up. It was in Switzerland, mm. so uh, there's a lot of uh, lot of things that in, in your life you meet, you know. You know? So I'm just happy that uh, I was strong enough and uh, I was able to believe that each and every situation when it comes, it comes for a purpose.
0: Yes. Yeah. So so what advice would you have for a young girl who's very interested in becoming a netball star? Perhaps she sees you and she's she's inspired, but then she's got the pressure of getting married young or um, she's not allowed to play netball.
2: Uh, what I can say to these girls is like, uh, they have to set their goal. And if they set those goals, they have to fulfill their goals and they have to look upon to their goals that they have set. Uh, these things, they are just materially. And for, for the information that you're saying, most of the girls, they can die young. They cannot reach their old age because they are looking for the material thing. So the best is just to set their goals that whatever they have, they have to be satisfied with that, whatever the parents are giving them. Or they have to be satisfied with whatever they have around them. And they have to they have to treasure everything that they have if it's education they have to treasure that education if they have good parents they have to treasure to being with the parents because some other girls they do those things because they don't have parents but i know that god our god is not a god that he, he can do things that he doesn't know the way out mm-hmm. you can know you can have you can you can have you can have parents you can have no parents but you can uh, oh, you can achieve your goal which means each every relative that you stay with uh, with or the the, the, the relatives that they say that they can take you on board and be with them. You just have to listen the advice that they give you and you just focus on the, whatever you have. Because I, I know that the, uh, girls of today mostly, they look upon to say, ah, because my friend have got a gene, I need to have a gene. Mm. But the, the relatives that you are staying with or their parents, they cannot manage to buy a gene. At the end of the day, you are hooked up because you don't know. The, the way you have found the money or the way you have got that gene, you never know. Mm. So sometimes they just say, no, you know what, I got this gene because uh, I had a, uh, have a, a person. I'm just proud to be a Malawian to say, uh, I will make sure that Malawi will still remain with its popularity as the man that created the Orthodox mm,
0: mm.
2: Yes, and I'm to dedicate to the athletes. And to the girls out there, I say, uh, always follow your dreams, always follow your goals. Follow your future, wherever right it's there. Uh, a lot of things can happen. You can meet a lot of challenges, but you may remember that life, we have got only one life. Hmm. If we mess up now, you're not rich wherever you want. If you protect your life now, you'll be successful.
0: The concepts of sports and nationalism position competitive contact sports such as netball, football, and rugby to be modern expressions of warfare. Say two opposing netball teams walk out onto the court in a stadium somewhere in the world. On the sideline is the manager, who in the context of the warfare of the game is the strategist or the general. The large groups of people in the stands heighten the intensity of the atmospheric tension between the two sides. Among both teams, there are players who are looked up to by others for inspiration and hope. They are the stars of the modern game. In the context of the warfare of the game, they are the champions, the heroes and the heroines, the likes of Meriwaiya. There is a strong sense of an us-versus-them antagonistic spirit, some kind of idea that the athletes represent the country, that they are fighting for the country's pride and dignity. Even the connotations we use. Goal shooter, goal defence, wing attack. But it's all good fun at the end of the game when the players shake hands. The likes of Meriwaya are our nation's pride. They remind us that as a nation, with enough dedication and perseverance, we can excel on the world stage in our own unorthodox ways. They are Malawi's legends.
2: I'm also proud to say... Yeah, I, I, I've been given another award which is the biggest one also as a legend when we are celebrating 50 years of independence mm. uh, so and I've got a lot of awards that I can, I can say the other one coming from the Muslim community the other one that comes from uh, different organizations that they recognize me even internationally so I'm just proud to be and to say in my mind and whatever I believe for me, I believe, I believe in success.
0: Mm.
2: I believe doing things to be successful. So despite having uh, no equipment eh, for me, as long as I'm achieve, I want to be successful, I will use whatever is there. Uh, mostly I believe to say, uh, when God gives you something, if it's in your hands, it's yours. But if it's in your hands, it's not yours. As long as, Until it comes to your hands. Yeah, so mostly I have that, uh, that feeling that, to say, as long as I would resource resources, but whatever I do, I have to show my talents.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Letters. If you would like to find out more information about the Meriwaya Netball Academy and Foundation, head over to their website at www.meriwayafoundation.com. That is www. The link to the website is also available in the description box to this episode. The music in this episode is brought to you by The Dream Manifest. If you like our content, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. This helps to make sure that more people have a chance to hear the podcast. You can also go and follow Wana Collective on Twitter, Facebook at Wona Collective, and on Instagram at Wona underscore collective and on YouTube as well. All the letters available here are also available as visual animations on our Instagram page and on our YouTube channel. Thanks again for listening to this episode.